0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, it gives me, it great, gives pleasure me great pleasure to pleasure. To, to, to you.
0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 12 of the Juggalo Rewind. My name is Peter. I'm here with Chris remotely. What's going on, Christopher?
1: Oh, not too much, you know. We're uh, we're barreling through on the tail end here.
0: Yeah, we're we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming. The train is a coming, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a good one. Been a good it's, run. Twelve episodes off, so far off
1: for a little break in the station. You know,
0: I mean, when you have something that's good, you need a little bit of a break. And speaking of something this good, this week we have a guest. So let's uh, quickly introduce him before we get into all of our other nonsense. He is uh, a connoisseur, a DIY uh, hero, a Detroit legend, a music enthusiast, and he's our buddy Kelly. What is going on, Kelly?
2: Yo, what's up, you're gonna introduce me as Kelly, like?
0: Uh, well, that that was gonna be my next question. Like, so what do we what What do you want us to address you as? Is K Fresh, Or yeah, man, Boy Kelly, only, or like, uh, what do you States
2: want? Pete's is K Fresh, so. Oh, so okay, so well, I I'm apologize, here. I'm K Fresh.
0: Come on, Pete. Okay, <laughs> uh, apologies to DJ K Fresh. No government names here. All all gimmick names all the time. He's
1: trying to keep off the FBI list.
0: I agree. I understand. Yo, this is it, a.
1: Yo, keep it on the low, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anyone <laughs> listens to our 20 by 20 wrestling podcast or they've heard, you know, earlier in the season, we've referred to Kelly a bunch of times and we affectionately call him Boy Kelly. Do you remember why we tagged you with that nickname, K-4? Oh, yeah. I
2: definitely remember because, <laughs> because it was that, um, that was that episode of like the original Talking Shop with, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, luke gallows and uh carl anderson and it was funny like we me and you both had e- we sent emails to the to the talking shop and they they had read both of our emails on the same episode but like with me like you know, my name my you know my shoot name is kelly and uh, <laughs> they're like yo is that a girl kelly or a boy kelly
0: here we go this is from kelly fraser <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a damn girl or a boy. Are you a boy, Kelly, or a girl, Kelly? <laughs> Kelly. Because that changes everything. Kelly, listen, if you're a girl. I wanna think about you, killer. If you're a girl, hit me up on the damn Twitter. Or hit me up on the... Mother. If
1: you're a boy, hit me in the gut so I can punch you back.
0: If you're a boy, don't ever write me ever again, boy. If you're a boy, Fuck you. Hello, Kelly. Oh, it's Kelly K Fresh Fraser. It's a goddamn boy. Oh, Kelly K Fresh. It's definitely a boy. Oh, I'm sorry, Red Bull Music Factory. You're a good boy. I'm just kidding, Kelly. If you was a girl, I don't want you. Don't oh, know you're girls you gloves up something dark because you bought the one on sale.
1: Anyway, who does who does call, who does Carl Anderson's entrance music? That shit is dope. Yo, oh, it's funny. Duck Summers. Right, I'm gonna delete you. That's a dumbass question, Kelly. Dumb you should right. know well, the answer. We know who delete.
0: does it. And are Zuko you You already gone.
1: You're Rupky gone.
0: Romero.
2: It'll be available for purchase by the end of the month. <laughs> God damn it. I remember that day vividly because I was getting text messages from all of you guys. Like, (laughs) and I had no idea why. And, and then I, and and I was just about to listen to that episode and I was like, Oh, this is why I'm getting all these messages, you know? And ever since then, you guys, uh, you know, just, you know, tease me about it, especially Steve. He always, he always says, he always says some shit, but, um, but, yeah! Ever since that, I've been I've been Boy Kelly.
0: Well, uh, it's stuck, and uh, oh, it's my, an affectionate... that's, that's, that's a
2: cool. That's a cool nickname for you guys. For me, so wait, yeah, you can n- call me boy, you can call me Boy Kelly on here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we will treat this with the utmost respect. You will be K Fresh, but we'll try not to slip.
1: It's, it's a music podcast, so we'll save the Boy Kelly for when we just discuss wrestling. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, that, that's that's good. That's fair. That's your <laughs> alter ego.
0: Uh just running through all of our stuff real quick before we dive into the history of K Fresh. Uh you are listening to the Juggalo Rewind. All of our socials, our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok, are at Juggalo R W D. Uh we're on YouTube now, right, Chris?
1: Yeah, finally. I uh, know, he was hesitant. He was did you know, say a you had a on little bit on TikTok.
0: <laughs> a tiktok not a ted talk oh <laughs> <laughs> i mean that, that's still early in the season you never know what's coming right you here two. i'm going
2: to uh, tell you the significance of <laughs> of twisted in uh in modern culture and how it uh has it relates to the economy society and culture
0: I see that gummy is kicking in. You're getting a little loose. <laughs> we, need to, we need to calm you down over there. Uh, Chris, the YouTube, is that just, do you just search Juggalo Rewind and you find it? Or do you have like a, an at or a tag or a link ski? Um,
1: I shared it on the socials. I don't know if it has it. Cause, uh, now, you have to have weird. like a lot of
2: uh, subscribers to get like a uh, actual vanity Custom check. one. Like,
0: Oh, well, we have one, so that's good.
1: No, we, got, we have five now, so... What? Hopefully some more people will be jumping down now that they hear it on here that uh, that's Hell yeah. That's your preferred... But yeah, just search Juggalo Rewind. You'll find it somewhere.
0: Yeah, or you can find it over on the right-hand side of our website, which is juggalorewind.com. I'll put that up here. By the time this episode comes out, you can also call us at our hotline... 810-666-1570. Leave wow, us a message. Wow,
2: a is
0: <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. We're is way a- ahead of your game. Is Mean Gene Okerlund on there? Uh, no, Lee Marshall does the road report. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's your parents' permission. And it's not a
1: forty nine a minute. Don't worry, kids.
0: No, but once you dial the 666, ooh, spooky.
1: You may be haunted on your phone line. Uh-oh is everyone there i don't hear anything
0: anymore uh i'm still are you here (laughs)
2: did we all just quit talking at the same time
1: (laughs) i thought it Uh, dropped out on me
0: yeah i got a thing that said like lost connection but i didn't know whose connection it was everyone's just died at the same time i don't know it was that
1: six six you dropped
0: (laughs) (laughs) it really was we need to hurry this up and not say that again (laughs) jesus christ i don't need this computer to die on me again yeah, we'll keep that in there. That's uh, that's something that won't get edited, because <laughs> I was creepy. Oh. Uh, yeah, let's just move along. I, I can't I can't handle this anymore. Uh, as we said, we are here with Kay Fresh, who has lots of uh, history in the Detroit music game and the podcast game. Do you just want to give us kind of like a brief overview of who you are and why you're here? Well,
2: um, I'm a music journalist, bit of a historian, podcaster for, you know, like Detroit music, Detroit hip hop. My podcast uh, Renaissance Soul kind of deals with Detroit history, uh music history. And then my uh my other podcast which I've been doing longer, Fresh of the Word, Fresh of the Word is always like it's more pop culture and music and everything. Um but I used to write for uh, Real Detroit Weekly. Did a bunch of cool uh, stories through there. Uh, dj throughout detroit and stuff um been a, you know been around in the scene since you know the the late 90s i think i started going out to stuff like in 99 and i started meeting a lot of people in the scene and you know i, I guess i'm well respected you know people know <laughs> me out in the streets you know?
0: <laughs> hey you can't just sit you, you don't say that you are well respected other people Say that you're well-respected. You can't just drop that line on yourself.
2: All right, whatever. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, that, that's. Uh, I guess that's me in a nutshell.
0: You're the Barry Horowitz of the rap game. Patting yourself on the back there. When,
2: when one person says something, whatever. But when multiple people, multiple people compliment me, you know, you got to, like,
1: talk your shit then.
0: Okay. I, hey, hey. Calm don't get hot. Calm is, down.
1: He's pulling the old <laughs> old Detroit hip hop. He's pulling that was that Raw Collection? Talk that shit. What was that wasn't that the trash Yeah, talk that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I be waiting at the station, waiting for an arraignment, waiting for the plane. If you are walking the door when I see him, that's when I say no nigga talk that shit now! You was live at the club with about five of your thugs. You was high on your
2: drugs. Nigga guy. talk that shit It was tough last week. Now you caught in bad beef. I can get your ass. Yeah, beat nigga talk that shit now. What all the beefin's done now. You ain't got no gun now. What you about to run now? Nigga talk that shit You was acting like you hard, now you callin' for the dog. Owned by thugs who won't bang you. No. Be for one of us, the whole city can't stand uh, you. Ask ever last what happened last time he ran yeah. he came to. Came the rap and got trapped down in
0: St. Andrews. Oh. Nah. It's a club full of us. If you come acting tough, you're getting rushed to your bus. Cause we fuck shit up and do enough cause enough. They'll catch you in hamstring and getting rushed at the lush. That'll be your new theme song.
1: That's a good Every one. Every time he calls in, we had to bump that old Raw Collection song. <laughs>
0: again briefly we know that you're kind of detroit hip-hop overall but what's your how we say your juggalo history you know when did it start when did you start listening kind of how are you in the juggalo scene
2: oh i started um, like i started mad early in the like existence of of icp and all that um i would say it was probably about um Nineteen ninety five. I was uh, like fourteen years old. Um my brother had the Carnival of Carnage tape. He had Carnival of Carnage, he had Esham's Boon Words from Hell at one time, and then he had Esham's uh Judgment Day volume one. Uh so I got I got into all that stuff. Um and then I, I just started like, you know, just slowly getting stuff from, you know, ICP and and um Isham and Nautis um i was listening to house of crazies um like when house of crazies when you know hectic mr bones and roc were still together like around the time when outbreed came out so um i saw the release of that i remember the like going back to icp i literally remember the release of ringmaster on tape um like at record time like they just had like a bunch stacked up um behind the thing there and um yeah, I used to have like I I dubbed my um my brother's cassettes of like whatever he had.
0: <laughs> that's um, how you know you're an old school fan. Like that's that is a story for all of us, right? Of some kind of dubbing on a tape. Yeah, that's, that's so- where I
1: first got it was uh a buddy's older brother. Yeah, sneaking in his room and dubbing tapes just that look cool off the covers back then, you know?
2: And even even at that age I was always like really into like finding other stuff. So I would just like pay attention to who you know i was like i want to get all the icp stuff and then i want to get all the psychopath like yo i was i was so into it that i was like on i was even back on the mailing list when they actually mailed you stuff
0: to your house yes. nice
2: so like i was i was on the um i was on all of them like i was on the ishawn mailing list the psychopathic one and then the house of crazies uh, mailing list so i used to get all i used to like always do that like um you know, get, like, the local rags and stuff like that, the newspapers or, like, you know, like, Metro mm-hmm. Times. And there was a few others at the time, like, Jam Rag and stuff like that. And they'd always have, um, like, addresses you could send to and to get on, you know, mailing lists and stuff. So I was, like, on all these mailing lists. But, like, the main ones were, like, the Psychopathic and the House of Crazies ones. You know, I saw, you know, the whole, like, transition from House of Crazies to twisted you know like in real time
0: you brought up a funny point that like we don't really talk about is people in detroit now or maybe just in general don't understand how those local weekly magazines like how important they were to to music or to everything so we had real detroit metro times orbit uh, uh way back in the day there was like an wasn't there one that was like underground sounds or underground something yeah underground uh,
2: sounds was uh mark kemp's uh magazine
0: like i think i have a couple of those like yeah. super old ones so like that was just anytime you were out you know you'd go to the record store or even like in front of kroger or like when i went to u of m dearborn they had like the metro times in real detroit you know right there in the lobby and you mm-hmm. just every week you'd grab it see what concerts are there see what cds are coming out like read the articles like that's
1: yeah that was our uh, social uh, media feed back when there was not yeah, social like, media so you found everything
0: this is a really dumb <laughs> question, but are there still physical copies of the Metro Times?
1: Um, yeah,
2: there is.
0: I just I, I see them online, you know, like I eh, either like on uh, what do you call it Instagram or Twitter. I think I always check out articles, but like there's something about just grabbing that old, that you know, the big oversized newspaper and oh, yeah. tossing good, it in your car, good, getting Even your thumbs all, all the day, black like and dirty. dirty.
2: Is the the main newspapers uh detroit news and the free press were really supportive of music and all of that's gone
0: (laughs) yeah it's just like chris said that was our social media yeah that was our
2: social media i knew i knew so much about detroit stuff just because of all those publications and it was actually really really cool
0: yeah i don't remember specifically but i mean there had to be points where i was like I didn't know you know what show was coming up, and then you just open it up in full page article like right. oh shit, you know, great malenko's coming out or or you know like season of the pumpkin or whatever, just like at that time it's you didn't know about it until you saw it there, you because know, then you
1: had their little uh, each you know oh, a little page where they had a- little blocks of each thing so you just scroll through trying to catch which you know logo you
0: recognize and stuff i i love those yeah like the magic bag one would be like the full page like the three columns down and like dig through them all yeah i would do that every week like that was those are good old days now it's now you got to be on facebook to figure out who's coming when and it's just it's a mess maybe we'll bring the newspapers back
1: Right, we need to get we need to get a mailing list next, Pete, after we discussed that earlier.
0: I, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> we'll have uh, K Fresh's corner, and he can have his own little uh, yeah. write-up on <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. We're not paying you, though.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> you're, the, an in, the, you're an
1: intern. The, <laughs> oh, <whoa>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll put your font in a bigger name than everyone else, but yeah, yeah. It, you're not getting paid.
1: You'll wow. have a little like icon that says, well-respected. <laughs> yeah. See, I was about to say, say disrespectful, man. It's disrespectful.
0: It's all the respect in the world. No disrespect meant just, you know, we have only a little bit of time and space and we have to fix it accordingly. It's you like know. Tony Schiavone. He puts his chair up higher than everyone else. So we got to get our shit in. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of getting our shit in, maybe we should talk about uh, the track that we are here to talk about. Well, That's true. Well, I'm sure we'll get back into some more nonsense uh, as we go along here. Uh, we are here talking about the 12th uh, song on Most Tasteless, which is another smoke break, as we said. Uh, producer. Uh, we don't really have a producer, although we've assumed that Mike Clark does these, right, Chris?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. We discussed. I, 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 I was I was here for the last one to discuss what we thought. Uh,
0: well, what um, do you think now? Goddamn it, you're here.
1: <laughs> i <calmed the> pizza <laughs> angry tonight. Um,
0: hey, when I, I when you get me right from work, I'm all fired up. I haven't haven't relaxed yet.
1: Yeah, I guess they sound more uh, Mike Clark like, but they're not on the reissue. That's the only reason that threw me off.
0: That's correct. Way to skip ahead, which is your gimmick. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Uh, time on this track is 37 seconds. Nice, healthy, robust 37 seconds. According to your notes, Uh,
1: it's a second longer than the regular smoke break. You need to confirm this.
0: Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, isn't there a little bit extra at the beginning? Like they're not exactly the same, so uh, a little
1: chatter in the beginning, it's slightly different.
0: I think so. Uh, but. Who knows? The, I skipped past these anyway, so what do I know? Uh, track number, as we said, number 12 on the original. Not on the reissue. Uh, like we've mentioned, maybe Island didn't want anything to have to do with smoking on there. You know, I don't know.
2: Uh, they're like, they, we, we don't need a break, you know? <laughs> yeah, it kind of throws off the flow of
1: the album.
0: Yeah, it's just banger after banger for Island, so that's mm-hmm. possible. sure it had nothing to do with what it was about, but that's okay with you two you two hoodlums would think that Uh, i
1: mean there's plenty of other nonsense that made it to island that wouldn't be more offensive than this
0: that's also true this is a different time maybe they were uh true you know good christian boys and girls there it's it's easy it's
1: easier to spot what's what's a degenerative that's not the word (laughs) it's easier (laughs) it's easier to spot what's uh wrong with smoking weed when they're out calling it out as opposed to burying it in a song maybe as you said in different times
0: maybe but they let secondhand smoke go through but that's
1: I said they they didn't know what they were talking about then they thought it was cigarette smoke which was totally (laughs) acceptable and allowed everywhere at the
0: time yeah i mean if you could smoke in an airplane or at big boy when you're getting your salad then (laughs) you can smoke anywhere it's uh not on the demo not on the tour i mean that's obvious because it's just an interlude other CDs that it was found on, <laughs> it found itself onto Cryptic <laughs> Collection Two, shocking. Nice. Uh, and then it also found its way onto the Cryptic Collection Bongs and Blunts in 2018. Again, of <laughs> shocking. Yeah, if it's going to be anywhere, I guess it would be there, right?
1: We need to go through now and think of other cryptic collections we can make. That should have been. That's a that's a task for another day, but jokes and other stupid themed cryptic collections
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you are you insinuating that bongs and blunts is a quote-unquote stupid gimmick
1: no i mean it's fitting oh, they just need that so as we said the theme of most tastes has been like weed um zombies and like murder so i guess you need a <laughs> zombies uh cryptic collection and a uh, murder ballads
0: That'd be kind of cool. You need balance.
1: like a um, you need like a masturbation a one,
2: uh, cryptic collection.
1: <laughs> that's just what most tasteless is. It's just Jamie jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Valentine's edition cryptic collection. <laughs> <sighs> Comes in a pillowcase.
0: All right, John. <laughs> <All right, God. laughs> Go on. We pillow- didn't uh, like <laughs> pills and pillowcases. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyways uh what else do we have to talk about that's the history of the track there's not penises much there and
2: penises and <laughs> well,
1: he's <laughs> getting out of control now
0: <laughs> yeah don't make me mute you K fresh <laughs> i have the mute button and i'll use it if i want to Aww. oh god so yeah that's the history of the track uh not much else uh, to talk about there uh lyrical deep dive <laughs> now he- he- here's something that's interesting now, maybe I just never paid attention. What do you guys think it says? Like, Chris, you can go first. Like, what do you think the words are?
1: If you smoke Bud, then say hell yeah. Smoke See, Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> I always thought it was if you smoke pot. I never picked up if it was you smoke Bud.
2: I always but, heard Bud.
0: All right. Depending I guess I'm
2: the wrong. Every, It all says
0: Bud, so. And the Internet's always true, so. What? yeah there's i just
1: sources so i guess like you know there's I've, there's the one lyric website that butchers everything but genius is usually on top of it
0: oh i was doing a little uh, future research for a song and the lyrics were so incredibly wrong that i'm like i'm never <laughs> going to use this site again so uh that's going to be a, a future segment the wrong lyrics as heard by a to z lyrics
1: yeah i think that's the one right like a blue background always
0: real shitty looking uh yeah and it's like all the text is centered down the middle
1: yeah oh yeah that one always (laughs) is a mess
0: that one's bad i think genius is our our best one right yeah i mean i hate to say this because i think me and rex talked about it in the first one everlasting you know spot in juggalo culture this probably has its own spot right like not the song in particular but just the idea and the gimmick and and it's used in concerts.
1: I feel like I, 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 think am, a, I remember fans chanting it, like call and response in line, like Magic, Magic, Ninja, what? It had like a run like that for a while, I feel like. Or yeah, maybe I'm just like putting it in my brain, but I thought I remember waiting outside of shows and everyone yelling, if you smoke bud and everyone screams, hell yeah, back at whatever I, asshole said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I would agree. I, I think that it's, it's made its mark. And that's, I don't know if I would say sad, but it's just it's interesting that an interlude – has made a a spot like that in history. I mean, did, Kelly, can you think of, like, any other, I don't know, like, Detroit ones or Juggalo ones in, in, that, that have done the same thing, you know? It was just an interlude? It's like yeah, a throwaway boy. track? Uh, that's, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I, I mean, guess here's another one. Like, I'm sorry. Now I'm just answering my question with another question. Does any other local artists or you know mainstream artists have breaks like this like i know they all have interludes but these are like way shorter than your usual kind of storytelling uh skit if you will Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just i'm trying to think if this is unique to them or if does every rap album of that era have something like this
2: oh back then it was a lot more prevalent but nowadays um They're just trying to, like, keep the songs kind of short and have a whole collection of them just for, like, streaming purposes.
0: Yeah. I do respect that it's its own track. Like, I hate nothing more than... Oh, yeah. Like, I I mean, from the top of my head, Riddlebox has, like, you know, some of their things are at the end of a track, sometimes it's at the beginning of a track, like, of the actual, you know, album track. That's so annoying. back in the
2: day, man. Like, a lot of... When I guess like people didn't understand how to like sequence a skit, you know, in regards to a CD track and everything, you get the skit before the song, and sometimes people don't, you know, end up listening to the song. Or you're like, yo, you hear the song eventually, and be like, yo, that was dope. What is that? Yo, it's on that album. <laughs> oh. yeah, having
1: it at the beginning is definitely worse than buried at the end, you know, of a track. But either way, yeah, it becomes annoying when it's on the front or back end of a track.
0: Yeah, I'll take the back end over the front. I I feel like Riddlebox has one or two of those at the beginning, and it's so terrible.
1: And it's impossible, like, in modern times for, like, streaming when you're tossing together a playlist, like, oh, you have to skip this one (laughs) because you have to go out of your way to, like, you know, it's not going to flow well with this 20-minute second skit at the end of the song.
0: Does I'm sorry I keep, like, referring (laughs) back to this, but does that phone call before chicken hunting is that on the chicken hunting track or is that at the end of the one before it oh because that's like kind of awful too i think
1: it's i think it's on the end of the track before it
0: i don't know I'm, <laughs> that
1: one does crack me up well i don't know i don't
2: well i don't know i've only i never listened to um that like on cd
0: oh
1: my
2: god i had the cassette tape you know so. so it was all
1: continuous
2: yeah
0: it doesn't seem that hard like you said a minute ago uh they weren't prepared to do that you know to, to track it out properly but
2: it used to be a mess and then some cds would have like a ton of uh skits and have them all be uh their own track
1: yes so the track would be like or the album would be like 27 songs long <laughs> <laughs> it was so annoying i'm like ah i like and that learn. was heavy in like late 90s early 2000 hip-hop like just skit after track and like that's all they would have on them it felt like
0: yeah we've kind of talked about that the past couple episodes right about how that era very formulaic of like you mm-hmm. needed a b and c type song and yeah maybe yeah. everyone thought you needed a funny yeah, skit tell, or a serious skit.
1: You could tell that was an era of, like, when you're on a big label, they're like, oh, yeah, bring us this one, bring us this type of one. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Terrible. Terrible is what it is. That's, you get twisted that's, extra
1: points on this for uh, actually breaking these skits out.
0: Yeah, they don't have – I mean, we would have talked about it, but there's no other songs with, like, an in-song skit, right?
1: Just the intro to She Ain't Afraid, but that fits the song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> F- fits something, all right. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs>
1: yeah there's no other skits. They at least it's up to this point.
0: Yeah, not on the original. So no. that's, that's good. That's why this is a classic CD. I don't know. There's not much else to talk about this song, but there's a couple other things that I think we can talk about with uh, Mr. K Fresh here while we have him on the line. We wanted Kelly early in the season because we thought it would set a good tone. It just didn't work out early for the intro, but I think this is a good spot for some of this stuff. Uh, just based on your I don't know, your knowledge and your fandom of Detroit hip-hop history, Like, where do you personally put either Twisted as a group or this album you know, in Detroit hip-hop history? And Chris and I don't really have to talk about it a lot because – We have, like, the whole ending episode of the season to to do that. But while you're here, we figured, you know, you're an expert in your field. Uh, You know, where do you put Twisted and Most Tasteless on your personal, you know, all-time Detroit list?
2: As being, like, a hardcore juggalo, but then also being, like, a hardcore hip-hop head in Detroit. um, You know, I got to, like, sort of feel out, you know, all sides of things. You know, when it comes to Twisted, it was like... You know the whole like ICP twisted all that stuff was very much separate from from the hip hop stuff in Detroit. And when it comes to like rap stuff, like in general, Detroit it has this weird like sort of segregation. You got like the the hip hop the hip hop hip hop stuff, then you got like the street rap type stuff, and then you got all like the horrorcore juggalo stuff. <laughs> and um, I think. For many years, House of Crazies, there's like disrespect out there, but you're never going to, you know, have them be a part of the other, you know, the hip hop scene or the street rap scene in Detroit. But I feel like as like people kind of grew up and didn't need to beef with each other anymore and stuff, like there was a respect that kind of came for them, came for ICP being like, okay, these guys like are doing something you know, did something different. I feel like in the whole grand scheme of things, like I I think Twisted will always be, there's going to be a respect for them. I don't know when a critical music person who like voices their opinion, you know, about Detroit hip hop and whatever, would ever include them into the whole sort of history of everything. Some people do though. and, And I think it's kind of cool like to be like, yo, like, um, this is a part of Detroit rap, Detroit hip hop and everything. Uh, for me, like most tasteless is, was always a good, it was, it was always one of the best debut albums for, uh, Detroit artists or Detroit group or whatever. They would go on to, you know, do, you know, you know, have tons of albums and different sounds. But this was like, this album came at a, at a weird transition period because this is when like, Eminem was starting to, you know, get a buzz on the mm-hmm. the battle scene and everything, and starting to do the, you know, the features on the 12 inches and stuff like that. So we're like, we're seeing the the seeds of like, of you know, the Detroit underground, you know, starting to you know grow like a lot. And they so kind we of just out, you know,
0: we just talked about that, touched on it in the last episode. Like, it's crazy to think. That when this CD came out, Eminem had not been signed yet. Like that's just—it seems like he's always been there. But it, it's this is about the time where things are going to start. Even Kid Rock didn't blow up until after this, or right about this time. Like it's definitely an interesting part in Detroit history or yeah, time. It was, you
2: know? it was funny. I found out that Eminem was signed to aftermath from Kid Rock's "Devil Thought a Cause." <laughs> Because in the liner notes, it said, you know, Eminem, courtesy of, you know, Aftermath. You know, I was like, yo, I was at work (laughs) at the time. I go and I go to a boy like who's active in like a friend of mine was active in like the city, you know, hip hop scene. I'm like, yo, Eminem was signed to Aftermath. Yo, Dre signed him, yo. Like, that's how I found out about it. I was like, (laughs) so, yeah, all those things were kind of bubbling at the same time.
0: You know, and you bring up like a lot of interesting points there, like very specifically that it's not as much now, but segregated, definitely the word like they different parts of Detroit culture slash music. And I mean, we can get into a whole sociological deal that just Detroit in itself is segregated in a million different ways uh, as as a city and as a people. But like, yeah, the music, you never would cross over ICP House of Crazies, Esham. Uh, even if you go up to, like, Flint with, you know, uh, you know or, or anywhere else, like with Dayton Family or Jake the Flake or, like, any of those guys, um, Project Born. Like, they were all the grave diggers. They were all in their own separate little category in the Midwest and in Detroit. And then, right. yeah, hip-hop must have had its own. Like, not that I was super into it, but looking back at it, yeah, it was all no, no paths really crossed until... I mean, maybe oh, I a little Detroit,
2: bit. I think with Detroit, it it goes kind of cyclical, also, because there there has been um, little time periods where, you know, the the scenes and the genres were would really blend. You know, like if you go, um, you know, if you go go back to the you know the late '80s, you know, you had the the boom of Detroit techno, and those guys would kind of you know be on the same wavelength as like the the punk guys and stuff and then like if you go to um if you go to like the mid 90s if you go down to St. Andrews Hall in Detroit you know you, you had three floors of fun but the original like years of three floors of fun was like yo uh hip-hop on the main floor house music on the on the uh, on the third floor right. in, in basement something else so it was like you know, you had all the you had hip hop DJs, the house DJs, the techno DJs, all in the house. You know, and then I think another uh, period came around the mid two thousands. I think even on a, even on a like a really underground level, like the the after hours like raves kind of scene that always fueled the people coming together. And um, there was an after hours scene in the mid two thousands that was really thriving. And all of us, you know, rock bands and house DJs, hip hop DJs, type, we're, you know, we were all playing the same parties, but then that got killed because, um, Kwame Kilpatrick was still in office <laughs> and there was, he was trying to clean up something like, you know, you know, trying to look good about something specific. So, um, they went and cleaned like the streets of like after after hours parties and stuff like that every time like stuff like that happens everybody kind of goes back to their uh their little corners and stuff mm-hmm. so that's why it's kind of cyclical it's about like it, it's it's basically about access to in detroit you know where can we do these things what buildings can we do these things mm-hmm. at where we're not going to get you know screwed with by the police or whatever
0: so you're blaming Kwame Kilpatrick? Is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's a take I didn't think I'd hear on here, but that's that's a good one. <laughs> um, uh, I got one more like little tidbit or question here for you, Kelly. Maybe we'll let Chris uh, start off and then we'll jump into you. Uh, in the horror core, we'll call it horror core, but like twisted. ICP, Eshan, like that genre. Definitely every rapper, I think, needed a gimmick. Is this song, like we've talked about throughout the season, like does it lead us to believe that Twisted's gimmick overall is the weed smoking? You know, they have a little bit of here and there horror, this and, you know, murder that. But if you were to pick one thing that they're known for, is it smoking weed? And is that a prevalent thing in Detroit hip hop where you need a singular gimmick to get over? Uh, maybe not in hip hop, but in like the horror core corner of the room.
1: Yeah. I feel like right at this point, it's like stoner zombies is what I'm, I'm thinking like they're, they're looking at
0: and just, it. Yeah, it just
1: seems, it seemed like, I mean, they always had the, we've discussed a house of crazies, horror, spookiness. So yeah, it made sense when they get signed but it's yeah it seems like at that point psychopathics gonna try to you know may, they need a gimmick to stand out and it seemed like the weed smoke at least early on is what um is what's pushed here
0: did we talk about it like i haven't gone back and looked or cared to look did they talk about it at all in house of crazies era or is this brand new to everybody
1: i feel like they had to have been but not there wasn't like straight weed songs that i remember
0: yeah neither do i yeah I don't think there wasn't
2: many in the in the House of Crazies catalog that was like about weed um like i'm I'm going through some of the things now on discogs and everything's about you know just being spooky and shit.
0: <laughs> Nothing wrong with that <laughs> it is the spooky season as we are recording this the tail end of the spooky season that's but, right uh it's in our hearts all year long so we're
2: we're we're officially
1: in mariah Carey season. <laughs> <laughs> actually i was it's funny you said you dishonest i was just adding the twisted christmas seven inch to my cart <laughs> the uh, very twisted christmas but that's besides the point <laughs>
0: that's the only it's the only seven inch thing on twisted whoa whoa
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> yo what?
0: i mean i'm just going by the old by what we've said in the in the past from what they say okay <laughs> That's so not not what I'm saying. I'm just that's what Chris has alluded to.
1: I I, I already apologized that I misunderstood misunderstood what he was referencing.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> oh fuck.
2: Yo hey yo.
0: <laughs> Is there anything else uh, that we can talk about this episode, or are we? W-
2: wasn't I going to answer that question?
0: Oh, I mean, I thought you started to. But yeah, you can you can jump back in. You have anything else to? Uh, talk about weed and and your gummies and all that oh
2: (laughs) no i think definitely the the weed persona is like their their top thing of their their gimmick and um you know going back to like the like the mid 90s when you know house crazies existed and everything yeah i was deep into like you know hitting those uh the the tape bins at the record stores and um I think when it, when it comes down to it like I think when you get past the Esham ICP the house of crazies at the time everybody everybody had gimmicks that were doing that sort of thing but they weren't they didn't have a um you know anything specific you know that wasn't much different than those three you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, but it was like was as elaborate as it became down the line with like Blaze and Boondocks and Hoodoo yeah. you know but, like, all the other ones were just, we're crazy,
2: you know. Right. Easy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, on crazy, levels. crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. I think, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that that sort of thing that kind of, that branched off of, like, the horrorcore stuff, it also, it also kind of built this sort of other avenue for, like... Other, like, hip-hop artists and, and rappers who don't necessarily find their place in the main hip-hop circles hmm. or the main street rap circles, and they kind of get that, like, love over there, you know. They, it, it, they might not creatively be, like, on any, you know, on, on a higher level than a lot of uh, people, but they're able to find this sort of, um, this audience that's, you know, tangential to... To this horrorcore stuff that also like their stuff when they're not even doing horrorcore stuff, they're just doing some rap, you know, street shit or whatever. Or, but I think that's what what a lot of this music also created was a lane for people who can't fit into the main to the main hip hop or rap scenes in the city.
0: That sounds like uh, the definition of juggalo. There's a place for you here, even if there's not a place for you elsewhere. It's very meta. You always have a place with us, K Fresh.
2: Aww. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except at the gimmick table at Astronomicon, your your stuff is not allowed at the back of the table.
1: Well, you start unloading your backpack and your jacket and all the things you buy.
0: <laughs> Good thing this was a uh, a summer Astronomicon on four, so we didn't have to carry your your winter jacket. Right. Yeah. Think we're think we're losing Kelly's interest in us as we're now we're picking on him more. <laughs> he's, he's like, fuck you guys. I'm I'm done with this. No, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I'm no, good. No, no,
2: you know, <laughs> that's my balls. That's fine.
0: Just making sure. I don't want to, uh, we don't want, want you to have a, uh, harsh night with your gummies that you took there before we started. I'm good. Uh, and we also, I think we mentioned this before we started recording. Uh, so I am like 0% on the uh, weed lifestyle. Uh, Kelly is on the gummy lifestyle. So that's like the new era of, of smoking, correct? So you're like the modern, modern era weed head.
2: Yeah, like edibles and stuff like that. Yo, I got, like, I got gummies <laughs> oh, no. delivered to me.
1: What a time to be alive. <laughs> well, that,
2: that was my exact same thing. That's what I was thinking earlier. I was like, what a time to be alive and like not everything in this world is bad.
1: right? <laughs> I need to look into this because I, uh, that's what I need to give a try. Cause sometimes I get a little too paranoid if I dive into that
0: world. You mean just like meeting someone, but oh, so that's funny. No, that just, you've, just,
1: you've... just partaking. So oh. I always heard the, the gummies, the edibles are the better route when it comes to being yeah. paranoid.
0: Uh I, yeah my my wife has now started that for her back so oh, you yeah? two can you two can go uh shopping at the at the gummy stores.
1: I see something to like enjoy a movie too, you know, just a, a couple right. hours and that's it.
0: I can I can tell you that I've been to one of these like new age dispensaries twice and both times they can he see me from a month.
1: If you smoke <laughs> blood
0: and say, hell yeah. <laughs> that too. They, uh, <laughs> both times they like sniffed me out as like, I must just have narc written all over me.
1: You're like, Yo, we're legal, man. Get out yeah. of here.
0: Uh the, the first time, they definitely were like, I was just on my phone because I didn't care. And they're like, uh, sir, you can't be on your phone in here. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, who cares? Like, I'm not doing it. I'm just standing here. And then the second time, like, they wouldn't let me pass to a certain place. They just, I don't know. They can tell. Wow. So wow. They're uh, they're wow. profiling is what I'm saying. And I thought they were supposed to be all all inclusive, but they're not all inclusive with me. So. Oh. F- they fuck all those they just think hippies. You're
1: fed in there or something?
0: Probably. I've got that HR slash Fed look to me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you make everyone nervous. Every, every <laughs> Juggalo nervous when you're around them.
0: <laughs> That's why everyone uh, avoids our table at Astronomicon. They see me standing there. That's why they I st- got to
1: be the man of the man of the Juggalo people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're out there shaking Juggalo hands and kissing Juggalo babies. Yeah,
1: I mean we this is, we don't like time stamping ourselves, but this was a. Uh, big halloween weekend so i was making tons of new friends out there on the scene
0: yeah you didn't even know who they were no i had to tell you who they
1: were (laughs) some guy from boston we became friends with at the shaggy show some giant motherfucker who scared me at first he he liked me i guess i don't know
0: he tried to show you his butthole
1: (laughs) i I could have been the same guy i don't remember
0: (laughs) yeah we we had a lot of encounters this weekend which if you follow us on our socials, you'll see a lot of uh, pictures and videos and all the good stuff that we dealt with. But uh, yeah, we had a good, good little weekend of numerous events and a lot of people that I talked to that actually listened to us and enjoy us. So that's wow. good. It's, it's good to see a little, you know. Uh, no one,
1: no one knocked us out. So no one hated any of our takes. At least, I didn't get cold cock at either show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, we only get <laughs> just people. For
1: Someone just come up and be like, "Hey, you asshole."
0: Yeah, I love Shane. Afraid, fuck yeah. you!
1: If Jiggle's ever sees us in person, he's beating our ass for not taking that song seriously.
0: Because they called you uh, acting like a little twelve-year-old virgin talking about that song. <laughs> <Right. too. laughs> anyway, Anyways, now we're getting way off track. Too, yeah,
1: yeah, getting too deep into
0: anyway, you know, Juggalo weeds. Yeah, pun intended. I don't know anything else to talk about this song, or are we wrapping this boy up?
1: I think it was a good little break before we, you know. Hit the home stretch. Most yeah, we got
0: some we got some bangers coming up here. Before we totally get going, uh, Mr. K Fresh, do you want to tell everyone once again how they can find you, how they can listen to you, where they can see you in the streets?
2: Well, on the streets. <laughs> Jesus, why
0: what I ask? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you can know, always catch me uh, off grass You know, I, I was, <laughs> <laughs> you know just cruising like. You know, cruising for some uh, you know women on it No, that's a, that's a thing that was a really big thing, like in the House of Crazies era, going into like around just before this era was was cruising Grashit.
0: I thought you were gonna start singing the uh, Grashit song by White Boy Rick.
1: No man. <laughs> oh no, true, man. <laughs> no! No no. <laughs> Just call time to hit the club. Peace
0: out, grass shit.
2: Nothing but love. Pick me up at the crib, I'm getting my drink on. now you know how we do it all night long. It don't stop, end up. and uh, it don't quit. If you die with me, hold your horn for grass shit. From 12 miles yeah. all the way to Frazo. Me and my dogs pulling holes like lassoes. Don't act offended, girl. We ain't dissing you. It's most of y'all bitches
0: is
1: players too.
0: I don't even know that, so I. Uh, well, no one else does either, so that's okay. Oh, oh, man, that was that
1: was hot for a minute there. Come on now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, but don't... um,
2: online you can uh, catch me on Instagram and Twitter at KFresh Detroit. Um, also KFresh Detroit on Twitch when I get back on Twitch. Ooh, Twitch. Um, and then um, you can. What or listen to both of my uh, podcasts uh Fresh is the Word and Renaissance Soul just by going uh to com, and they're both they're both on all streaming platforms so pick your favorite and listen to it
0: nice uh we're running over on time so i'm just going to cut all that out it doesn't matter um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no and uh and real quick i'm surprised we didn't mention that you've done some very good interviews especially in the juggalo world so if people want to dig in and listen to you you've talked to twisted more than once right you had a good roc one you had a good young wicked one um you've had a lot of good juggalo style interviews that we've talked about in past interviews and people should definitely go back and go out of their way to listen to
2: oh yeah definitely and Isham uh, Dead Flowers episode on Renaissance
0: Soul. Oh yeah, yeah. Lots of Juggalo talk in your your world, which is good because it shows that you know it's its own little subculture, but it still holds its own part in Detroit music history. Definitely. Uh, Chris, where can we find you?
1: Um, in the streets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I know where we can find Chris. He is, He's running the Twitter and the Instagram at <laughs> JuggaloRWD. As we uh, speak,
1: I'm, I'm updating some of the uh, inf- info on the uh, the channel for YouTube. So I'm doing oh, my work here. I'm uh, working hard.
0: We all had to be doing something else while Kelly went on his 20-minute <laughs> diatribe. <so>.
1: <laughs> Diatri-
2: <laughs> that's what I do, man, because I know things.
0: I know. Right. I, that's why we have you here. What do we say? Twitter, Instagram. You can email us, rwd at gmail.com. Listen to us on all your favorite outlets, Spotify, Apple Music. Now you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on the TikTok. You can call us at the number that I won't say because it'll shut down the, uh, the internet again because it's too spooky. So follow us, call us, listen to us. And I think that's about it for Smoke Break. You guys good?
1: Hell yeah. Ooh, hell hell yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh you, hell <laughs> yeah. That's the worst Steve Austin uh, impression <laughs> I've ever heard. Please <laughs> never do that again. <laughs> uh, that was a perfect stopping point. I'm done with both of you. We are <laughs> out. We will see you next week for, what are we? what's next week, Chris? 85 bucks an hour?
1: So hurry up and loop a
0: beat, Mike. Come on! Cool. The, uh, <laughs> All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Season 1 of the Juggalo Rewind Most Tasteless has been produced and distributed with full permission from Magic Ninja Entertainment. Thank you to George, Mike, Dustin, and Twisted and everyone at Magic Ninja for allowing us to do this podcast for you.
1: Jesus said Jesus jumped up Christ on a crutch. I'm happy you wrote this. What up, Hoots? How do you feel about a worker's handshake? Do you give everyone the limp fish, limp dick, limp ass handshake? Because that's a good brother. Where do you shake a man's hand like he's a fucking man? Look him in the eye and know if he's got a strong dick or not. I can't imagine Hanson, Vader, Gordy, or any of them having a handshake center week. That's from Pete Goddamn. His Twitter handle's at Pete Goddamn. I ain't ribbing you. It's Pete Goddamn.
0: Pete, uh, I'm going to let's, let's
1: discuss that handshake no, please,